Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. We are at episode 51 and we are going to explore the art world with Dina Harris, who is a textile artist based in San Diego, California. Her work explores the world around her reimagined into experimental fiber art, examining nostalgia by sourcing dead stock yarn in playful, vibrant colors and a variety of textures. She creates layered, free-form, abstract patterns that take shape in an organic process. Her goal is to have the viewer take a step out of their current reality and explore their own unconscious imagination. Each piece reflects work that is never duplicated, revealing how function and art can be combined to enhance a space and emphasize visual stimulation. And I completely fell in love with her work. I first saw it on Instagram, and then I saw that she was published in San Diego Magazine and later realized that we were connected through her partner, uh, Austin. And I, I saw him at an event and, and told him I had to get Tina on the podcast because I was so intrigued by what she was doing. So today on our episode, we dive into Dina's origin story with art, textiles, and she's also being featured in San Diego Design Week in a film by Slacktide Films here in San Diego. And that happens on September 25th. So I invite you all to join me. I will be there with the design coven viewing the film and her work in person. And the details are in the show notes along with uh, in this episode as we speak to her and Alex, the filmmaker who is participating. I hope you enjoy this episode and get inspired to connect with other artists and creatives and uh, San Diego Design Week. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of sacred space. Here, we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Alrighty, we have Dina Harris on today, who is a beautiful textile artist. I, is that your title? Yeah. Um, fiber artist. <laughs> so welcome, um, Thanks for Dina, to... Yeah, to Bewitching the Hall. We're so excited to have you here with everybody to get to know you and and learn about your art and, and all the beautiful things that you're doing. So before we get into that, I'm going to go ahead and set up our space. 
I'm going to first ring our bell just to get us into the present moment. Connecting to our bodies and our breath, just centering. And then of course, I'm going to light a candle. So I love lighting candles to set intention. And I also love the element of fire, just connecting with creation, creativity, which, you know, art and design um, is really, really about. And I'm going to pull a Satero card. So I'm going to pull from my right away Coleman Smith deck, which I've had since I was 17. This is the first deck I ever purchased. So a lot of times I'll just come to this, especially when I'm doing readings. I have a special connection with it. So, All the cards are jumping out of the deck. So let's see what we've got. I read my cards right side up. So if anything comes in reversed or upside down, I'm going to turn it over. Let's just see what we have for today. Oh, we've got the Ten of Cups. This is a really promising, beautiful card. So the Ten of Cups is all about relationships. And with the Ten, it is about relationships that fulfill us to the like to the to the brim. It's it's about family, it's about connection, and just surrounding ourselves with those that are supportive, that we love. So it's just a really beautiful I love that card. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, for me, like relationships are everything. Yeah, I feel very connected to that right now. It's very cool. Yeah. So I would love to know what you're nourishing yourself with this morning. Um, um, I'm drinking black coffee out of my beautiful Kayla Matthew mug. She's a, I think she's a local ceramicist. So yeah, yeah I'm drinking. What are you drinking? <sighs> nice. <laughs> I've got a blue chamomile. You can't really see the blue, but because um, it's been seeping for so long, but it's like this electric blue from um, the butterfly pea flower. Oh, and beautiful. Yeah, so it's just gorgeous color. I had a bunch of caffeine this morning and I, I, I can only take so much. So I'm, I'm trying to cool it <laughs> with something a little bit softer. Um, and of course, this is from Paru Tea, who is local here in San Diego. Awesome. Yeah, and she's, uh, Amy is her name, and I'm actually featuring her on um, San Diego Design Week. Oh. The elements. Well, and we, we'll get into that, too, because I know you've got some stuff brewing for Design Week, uh, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> I always ask, what what is home for you? What's home for you? Um... Home is a safe space for me. In my 20s, I moved around a lot. I think I moved probably like nine times in the course of a year and a half. Um, oh my God. Um, so I've been where I am now for about seven years. Um, I want to be buried here. I don't believe. I've really made this. I'm kind of a homebody. So I've really yeah. made this space like my ultimate sanctuary. Wow, I love it. And I have to tell you, I, where did I first see you? I think it might've been an Instagram story of some sort. And then I saw you were published in San Diego Magazine. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And then I saw that you're connected to Austin. Yeah. And <laughs> and Austin uh, used to work at the San Diego Museum of Art. And my husband and I, for years, would go to all the the events and all the parties and then they started the gallery and this is like god what was that like 12 13 years i don't I, know i mean it's been like years yeah 
yeah, it, it, a long time. Like before we have, we have an 11 year old and a 10 year old. That was way before it gets, that, that's how kind of I, I can tell like the time frame. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Oh my God. And then I realized that you guys were together. And then I saw Austin at the um, opening of the San Diego Contemporary Art Gallery oh, nice. in uh, our museum in uh, La Jolla. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I gotta get, I gotta get her on the podcast. Like I was freaking out over your work. Can you? <laughs> Yeah, can you share with everybody, like, what is it that you do? First of all, if you can describe this beauty that you make, and then how did you get into this world? Like, how did that, how did that evolve? How did that happen? So I'm a textile and fiber artist. I use a tufting machine. Um, it's kind of like a power tool. You thread um, yarn or fiber through it, and it will punch it through um, cloth. And I kind of got into it because I used to, I've always um, worked with fiber, sewing, embroidery. Embroidery mm. is so time consuming and I used to have patience, but I found myself lacking that and wanting to make larger scale pieces and like hand stitching. I just could not do that. Mm. <laughs> so I um, was actually looking for chain stitching embroidery machines and I came across the tufting machine and I was just so intrigued it's like coloring with yarn it's so cool yeah love it it's amazing and how did so how did you uh when did you start doing the these pieces that you that you've kind of evolved into um my two-year anniversary is actually coming up in November when I got my first gun I have um three tools that I use now I'm still a baby artist I've um been doing this medium for about two years and did you do other were you involved with other art prior to this like I feel like a lot of artists will like find their way to to one medium because they were like involved in some other things or is this something that you just kind of were inspired to, um, to dive into? totally I'm very visual I feel like I've lived lots of different lifetimes so I wanted to be a pastry chef I wanted to be like a wedding lifestyle photographer I was super interested in interior design and in my early 20s helped renovate a old home in Sherman Heights and was featured in apartment therapy for that bathroom renovation school um and then embroidery and then so just kind of had my hands in everything yeah yeah and so where are these pieces going or like who's finding you and, and what are like, how do they get their homes? Like, I always want to know those stories. Um, I honestly don't know. I feel so lucky that opportunities, opportunities are literally just coming to me. Um, mm -hmm. Alex found me. You found me. San Diego Magazine found me. I, like Alex mentioned, um do you struggle with a little bit imposter syndrome? Um, yeah. Not good at selling myself. I have a very small social media presence, so I really have no idea, but I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> and are people commissioning you or are you creating these pieces and then selling them at um, galleries or how are, how are people purchasing from you? Right now I'm kind of experimenting and creating what I want. I have done one commission, but I'm very hesitant to um, got it. Except them, just because I feel like I want to create what comes from me naturally. But I haven't been um, in any galleries yet. I did have a live demo at Mingay Museum. Um, oh my gosh! 
Yeah, which is really, really cool. Um, that was in February. And I've had a few like teaching opportunities, but I'm still growing as an artist totally. Yeah. And so how are you finding inspiration? Like how, how do these colors come to you and how do the shapes come? And like, what's the process for you when you're um, curating your art? I feel like my inspiration just comes from everywhere. Um, I actually read an article that the color of the world is like slowly fading. I'm really inspired by like nostalgia and um, hand painted signage, old Victorians, like the painted ladies in San Francisco, just really saturated, beautiful texture, color. Um, everything I, I feel personally, everything's like gray and beige. Yeah. So being like around color and texture and like looking around at things everywhere just brings me so much joy and I love it. Is there a certain color palette that you're like obsessed over right now or a certain color that you, it's like, you just can't get enough of it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I am obsessed with like mustard saffron yellow, like Oh. All my pieces are like sh 50 shades of yellow right now. <laughs> wow. That's so, so rad. I feel like yellow is connected to one of the chakras, but I'm not sure which one. Yeah, your solar plexus. Which one is that? Yeah. So so your solar plexus is, is right at your, uh, like at your navel. It's your empowerment space. So I always think of that as like, that's your sun, that's your light, that's your fire. Okay. Um, so exuding out from from within you so I feel like you might be going through a moment of being seen like maybe before you might have kind of hidden the shadows a little bit or you tried on these different um, phases or these different almost like almost like masks or like putting on these different costumes of some sort but right now what I'm seeing with the yellow um, is like you just really like your essence is being exposed and you're being seen in that light um, which is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's very accurate. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so fascinating. We we do gravitate towards like colors and energies that are either like exposing us or they're things that we need or uh, you know, we're so in tune, like our spirits are so in tune with what we need. And and same thing with like when we're drinking teas or or things that we're attracted to, or crystals we're attracted to. We're always you know, we're surrounding ourselves with things subconsciously with the things that we need most. So that's a really cool um, color and expression. And we just came out of Leo season, which also is all about that. Of, yeah. You know, <laughs> being in that light. Do you know your sign? Um, I'm a Capricorn. Austin's actually a Leo, which is funny. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that with his mane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with the hair and... <laughs> That's amazing. You might even have some other um, aspects in your chart or even just see like what planets might be in Leo or in the house of Leo, which is the fifth house oh. and seeing like what's going on there. Cause there's, there's so many like little cues and stuff. It's not just about our, our sun sign, but you know, like different areas in our planets and, and where they sit and stuff. And uh, you might be surprised to, to see what, what is in there. Very cool. I'm going to dig a little deeper, I think. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I want people to see your work like in person. Do you, and I know you're going to do an event in San Diego Design, but is it displayed anywhere right now where people can go and see whether it's, I don't know, at somewhere public or? I do have a show um, coming up at Coffee Tea Collective in North Park on September 16th. Um, 
Okay. The show for San Diego Design Week. Yeah. So on the 16th, is there an opening or is it kind of like an all-day event? Or And then how long is it going to be up for? Um, I don't have those details yet. I think okay. it's going to be an evening opening Friday the 16th. And I'm, okay. it'll be up for maybe a few months. I'm not sure yet. Oh, that's amazing. Well, we'll put the details. Yeah, we'll put we'll put the details in the show notes. So cool. People can definitely check you out, check out the work. And how many pieces do you think you're going to have in the show? Or is it still kind of early to, to know? Um, oh, I feel like there's going to be two large pieces and maybe three smaller pieces. But I still have something I'm working on on my frame. Um, so I have no idea. Yet. Kind of winging okay. it. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is there a certain theme that you're going with for this show or is it kind of just a collection of, of all the things that you've been kind of just diving into? What does that look like? Um, there's a few pieces from earlier this year, um, but I am, I'm stuck on my yellow palette right now. <laughs> well, yes. I'm yellow in there, definitely. Amazing. And when did this start? You started doing the textile thing, you said two years. Yeah. It's coming up on two years. Mm-hmm. And where do you think or where do you want to see this go in like a year from now? I mean, I feel like there's like a million things that can happen in a year. And I know I'm like pushing it out there, but like I always love it when people can express it and share it out in the world and speak it because I feel like there's so much power when we say it out loud. And and I want you to propel there. Thank you for that. I, um, I honestly have no idea. Two years ago, I would not have expected to be where I am now. Um, yeah. And I don't want to try to predict the future. Um, I don't want to close off any possibilities, but I yeah. definitely open to them. I just hope that I keep up my momentum and mm-hmm. just keep moving forward and growing and experimenting. Are you doing this full time? Like, are you creating art full time or are you doing other things while you're um, in this realm? Um, I was, but I just started working um, at a really wonderful wellness center in Bay Park that I love so much. And it kind of falls in line with this podcast. Uh, They do acupuncture, massage, Reiki, meditation, um, women's fertility, hormonal health. It's really amazing. All the women, it's all women um, and all the women that I work with are just so nurturing and amazing. I love it so much. Wow. I can only imagine that it may be infused like into your work being like in such a caring wellness space, like transferring that over into what you do. I don't know. Is that, do you feel like that is doing that or? Definitely. And I definitely feel like creating helps silence the noise around me. Um, it helps yeah. for me. Um, yeah. So cool. I love it. Are you, I I imagine that people can just purchase directly from you or are you being represented by somebody or how do they, um, how do they acquire and start collecting your work? Right now I'm on Instagram. Um, I do have a website. I have like one piece available. I hope to be in galleries. I'm excited for the San Diego Design Week event. Um, super excited for my show at Coffee Tea Collective and grateful for the opportunities. Yeah. So I would love to dive into what you're doing for San Diego Design Week. What what was the inspiration behind it and what is it that you're doing? Um, so I'm working on a chair piece and a soft sculpture. Again, I'm very influenced by nostalgia, uh, vintage, 
the 70s. So I have a vintage chair, which is actually from Grossmont College um, that I'm going to be. Yeah, I went there. (laughs) Oh, Oh, how funny. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to be repurposing and covering um, with some textile fiber art and then a soft sculpture that I think is going to be suspended from the ceiling if we can work it out. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited. Super rad. So this chair, tell me, it came from Grossmont College. Was it like in a classroom or like where did this chair come from? Okay, so funny story. Um, The chair was Austin's. He went to Grossmont College and I think they were cleaning out off their office space or getting rid of something and he took it. And now we live together and um, I just asked him if I could use the chair. He's had it for (laughs) his college, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I went to, I went to Grossmont in '99, in 2000. I met my husband at Grossmont College oh. in speech class. <laughs> so it's funny that you had mentioned that. Like, oh yeah, you know what you're talking about. Um, and then tell me about the self sculpture. Like, what is that? What is what's the inspiration behind that? And what is how big is it? How little is it? Like, what's the what are right now? It's two uh, chain linked, I guess, like pillows. Um, so it's st- stuffed with yarn scraps and poly polyfill. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have two links now. I'm probably going to make maybe four more and just have it just like hanging from the ceiling as like decorative fiber art. What's the color palette on, on this piece? Oh, orange. Mm-hmm. So it'll And the chair, is it connected? The chair is orange, um, but it'll be covered in shades of yellow. But I think the orange will pop and really work with it. So these are just a few of the leaks. And I'll be creating oh my a gosh. few more. And they'll just hang. Wow. They're beautiful. Here's another piece that'll be at Coffee and Tea Collective. Oh my gosh. Yeah, can you show us that um, the one that's going to be at the coffee and tea again? Oh yeah, I just totally love that color. That wow. one. Do you want to see a few others? Yeah, I would love to see more. Let's see. Oh yeah. Here's my yellow. Here's the chair. Oh my gosh! Yes. Ah <laughs> oh, yes. <So>, yeah. <laughs> We got a behind-the-scenes peek at what's happening um, over there. That's amazing. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> so good. Of course. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for your shows. So rad. Um, and we're going to bring on Alex to to kind of share a bit about his inspiration for San Diego Design Week, what he's creating with you, and how all of that is connected. And then, of course, the date, because everyone is invited to come and explore and and connect with all the artists that are going to be there so we'll have alex join us and share with us a little bit about his story and how he got connected with Sanka design week same um with dina and dina one more time can you share your website and your instagram so that people can find you um my instagram is brown acid goods and my website is the same brownacidgoods.com What's behind the name? Like, how did that... That's an awesome name. How did that come about? Um, I was just going to say, it came from a silly... One of my old Instagram handles was Don't Take the Brown Acid, which came from 
um, a sticker I got from this record company called Easy Easy Writer Records that said, don't take the brown acid. And I changed my Instagram handle to it. Like, and you, oh, <laughs> it kind of stuck. <laughs> it's silly. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. There's always, I love it when there's always like some sort of a story or and to be like, oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Let's, let's, let's say the story, but that's so cool. <laughs> what do you do to stay grounded? What do you do to recenter? Like, or, do you have any practices that you're enjoying at the moment to kind of keep you in that mind space? Um, I'm a huge scent or incense person. So I'll light a candle, I'll light an incense, I'll, um, walk around the house with Palo Santo um, just to like kind of reset the energy. I'll open all the windows and blinds and the door and just like let the sunshine in. I'll play a little, I don't know, music. It's beautiful. Okay, so we're gonna have, we're gonna have Alex come on and share all of this goodness with everyone so that we can also learn a, a little bit about him and what's happening with San Diego Design Week. And he's so great. I'm excited what he's doing for um, myself and all the other artists involved. He's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, and um, I see that Alex Palumbo has joined us in uh, collaboration with Dina all about San Diego Design Week, which is really huge because, you know, on the podcast, we're also participating. And I think it's a really, really exciting opportunity to explore and get to know artists and designers um, here in San Diego. So Alex, if you can share with us again who you are, what you do, how you got um, connected with Soda and San Diego Design Week, I'd, I'd love to, to learn. And I know everybody that's listening will also be very intrigued. Sure, Rachel. First off, thanks for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity. Um, so yeah, I'll try to make this short, but I'm a filmmaker from New York based in San Diego. That's the short and sweet of it. Um, so I was on a run about three months ago up on Neptune, and I'm always looking for other things to film or ideas. And I saw a sign on one of these luxury homes up there that had under construction and it was brown design. And the photos they had on there were pretty nice. So I thought about, let me email them. So I emailed them and got a meeting with the owner of the company and he loved my work. And I was sitting in that space looking around and he says, you know, what can we do with you? What kind of work would you want to do together? And I'm looking around here and I said, Lindsay, I said, have you done any shows here? And he's like, we have done a couple, but not as many as we should. And he's like, do you want to do one? And I said, yeah, sure. So then a couple of days went by and I was prepping to go back to the East Coast for a, a whole range of projects. and. His assistant reached out to me and said, can you come up with a pitch for us for San Diego Design Week? Because you can helm the show if you could, if you want to do that. So at first, the kind of ask was to, to, to premiere a film or show a film at a show. And I didn't, I felt like that was too much cameras pointed on me. It felt like too much mm -hmm. me, which maybe we can dig into later. But I wanted then, okay, how can I use this opportunity to flip the attention to other artists and not just me? So my idea was that to come up with it within a two days was to shoot a series of artists around the San Diego area in different disciplines of art and basically dig into their process of why they do what they do, how they get to the designs they get to, and kind of what inspires them in line with the San Diego Design Week theme this year, which is inspiration. So I did a preliminary kind of search through Google and the artists I found, I kind of went with my gut with all of them. I only knew two of the seven previously and I, the rest, I kind of just okay. went with my gut and picked who I thought felt like I had the best feeling from. And 
it's been great so far. Yeah. Everyone I've filmed so far and everyone part of this has been fantastic. Dina included as one of those. But um, so, yeah, essentially the show is it's on September 25th from 2 to 9 p.m. There's going to be two film screenings, one at 3 p.m., one at 6. And essentially it's going to be a little bit meta where I'll be filming each of these artists in their different disciplines. And those are surf design with Logan Antill, textiles with Dina Harris, painting with Jesse Sunwolf, fabrication with Ryder England, music with Matt Costa, and pottery with Lauren Cook. Mm. And is that everyone? That might be. This so, this is a lot. So everyone is in a different discipline, which I wanted to focus on the different aspects of design, not just yeah. architecture, which is what I think Design Week typically does. So uh, I'm filming each of these artists over the last, I've been filming for about a month and the next month leading up to the show. And I'm doing some voiceover recording with all of them about what inspires them to create. And then from that, kind of weaving these together into a 10 minute short film that will debut at the show twice. And then all the artists in the film will actually be there as well with Amazing. their work. So folks can go to the show, they can watch the film premiere, they can interact with the artists, hear about how more about how they worked on it, see it in person. Uh, oh, and then we, I'm sorry, then, then the last artist is actually a chef. Um, his name is Kelston Moore. And usually I feel like the culinary arts don't get really considered art that often. And I wanted yeah, to shine yeah. a light on, on food and I think plating and coming up with ingredients and mm -hmm. designing a bite of food is art and it's design. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we'll have Kelston there, which will actually be showing one of his signature dishes there. We'll have Matt there playing his music, which he's actually scoring original music for the film itself. And then we'll have Beautiful. all these other talented artists there displaying their work. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, this is so funny. I mean, talk about synchronicities. I know that uh, Lindsay and Rory, you know, they had their studio down the street here, but Lindsay and Rory and I and my husband, we would run into each other downtown at parties like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> and we would just hang out. And then, and then we found each other again, probably like a year ago at San Diego Architecture Foundation. Uh, event where you know showcasing their art or their their design um so that was really cool and then you and i like lived down the street from each other and the way that you're approaching in uh san diego design week with all these people is what i'm exploring as well so i'm exploring them you know through the census so i've got um paul basil coming on it's gonna be um i'm sorry carly ely is a spray paint muralist and artist so she's like in the mindfulness space. I've got Anka, who's a hotelier and designer of um, this retreat here in, in Encinitas, all senses. And I've also got Tara, who's the executive chef at Anime. So we're exploring design through food and Amy with tea. And then I've got a music composer as well. So that is Beautiful. just so amazing. And yeah, it's so rad. I'm just like, oh my God, how cool is this? And so what's the date of the, the event again? 25th. 25th. It's a Sunday. Okay. I think it's the last 25th. event of Design Week. Yes. Oh, sweet. So Sunday the 25th, okay. 2 to 9 p.m. And then the two film screenings are going to be 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Okay. And then how do they sign up for this event? It's, so it's free admission. I don't even think you need to register. It probably would be a good idea if we did that to okay. get an idea of headcount. But um. I think it's a matter of just showing up. But as, but as it gets closer, I'm sure Sweet. we'll put out some more marketing materials between myself and the artists and Brown Studio. Okay, perfect. 
because I would love to bring, I have a, a mentorship program for aspiring and new interior designers. So I would definitely be bringing them um, to the event. So cool. Yeah, um, I'd love to have you. Count us in. Okay, sweet. That's going to be amazing. And then Alex, do you have a, is, is the name of your company your name or how do people find you? No, so you my, and your I operate under a boutique studio called Slack Tide Films. And that's okay. my website also, slacktidefilms.com. But my Instagram Sweet. name and is then, just myself. It's A-L-X uh, without the E and then Palumbo, P-A-L-U-M-B-O. Okay, sweet. Yay, I'm so excited. Do you, have, do you want to share anything else that, um, that we should know about you before we kind of... Yeah, so I mean, do you want to like go into like me yeah. as a whole or... Sure. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, how, cause like, how deep do you want to get? Cause I saw some of the questions we can go into like all that. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm almost thinking is like, maybe we, we do a whole separate podcast with you and, and featuring what you have and what you're offering and, yeah, and how you yeah. got into this biz. I think that would be really cool. Cause I feel like we can get pretty deep, um, into that zone. Cause I love talking about the, the like artist process and getting real about like the, the struggles within like the creativity, like ebbs and the ebbs and flows. And actually the name of this show is, is the Slack Tide Design Showcase. And it's uh, the ebbs and flows of inspiration. That's the name of mm. the show itself. So Beautiful. I myself have a, have a history of, not a history, but I myself have dealt with different, you know, imposter syndromes and self-doubt and all these of different course. aspects that have limited my career, but also that I've in some ways been able to face some of them and and leapfrog where i've been a couple mm -hmm. of years before so yeah i'd love to mm -hmm. take some time and and dig into all that but we can okay, do that on a separate podcast yeah 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 we're totally gonna do that okay that's amazing so thank you yeah we so stay tuned because um i'm gonna be connecting with alex and we'll set up a date to to really dive in um to his story and all the things that he's doing because it sounds really intriguing and um, I feel like that could be like a whole another thing. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you again for coming on and like thank I said, you for having well, me. Sharing you at a at a much deeper level. Yeah, and then September twenty fifth, come see Dina's beautiful work and the work of some other talented artists in the area. Love to have you. Yeah, at Dina, can you can you just give us a little glimpse about what they're going to see when they? come come by on the 25th um i'm working on a chair and a soft sculpture and is that and that piece is going to be there yeah both of them amazing so ron all righty thank you dinia so much oh my gosh for coming on yeah your work like we'll share it with everybody and you know we'll be promoting all of this on instagram as well but Fiber arts, textile arts is like one of my ultimate favorite things ever. A friend of mine had access to these two pieces of fiber art that I have in my house from the 80s. And one of them is a German artist. Okay. Like, I'll have, I need to share that. I'll share it with you when we get off. I'm going to like, I'm going to take you on a tour to my house. And then the other piece, I believe that artist is Chicago and it's these long pieces I hang. Oh, beautiful. I would love to see them. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's uh, up your alley. So we'll, we'll share that here in a bit. <laughs> but thank you again. I so, so appreciate it. I appreciate you. You've been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. 
and special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.